0: reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I am reminding you, brothers and sisters, of the gospel I preached to you, which you indeed received, and in which you also stand. Through it you are also being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins, in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than five hundred brothers and sisters at once, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. After that, he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one born abnormally, he appeared to me. Verbum Domini. Deo, <laughs>
1: And night unto night Imparts the knowledge Their message goes out all the earth. No speech, no word Whose voice goes unheeded Their sound goes forth all the earth, their message to the utmost bounds of the world. has seen the Father
2: vobiscus, et cum spiritu tuo, lexio sancti evangelis secundum
1: joanem,
2: Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me if you know me then you will also know my father from now on you do not know him and have seen him philip said to him philip master show us the father that will be enough for us jesus said to him have i been with you for so long a time and you still do not know me philip whoever has seen me has seen the father How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it.
1: Verbum Domini.
2: The Apostolic Kerygma is the basic message of salvation, the message of the life, the death, the resurrection, the sending forth of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles and imparting that message to us today. That very kernel, of the gospel. This is the message that was entrusted to the apostles and the message that has been entrusted to us to hand on faithfully, to safeguard from one generation to the next. St. Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth gives us an example of this, an apostolic preaching from Saint Paul. Saint Paul says, I am reminding you brothers and sisters of the gospel I preached to you, which you indeed received and in which you also stand. Through it you are also being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you unless you believed in vain. For I handed on to you first of all and of importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Again, the apostolic kerygma, that which has been handed on from Christ to the apostles to this present age. The faith of the apostles was given and received. For I handed on to you first importance what I also received. St. Paul received from the apostles a divine message, which he in turn passed on. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says in paragraph 857, The church is apostolic because she is founded on the apostles in three ways, the catechism says. She, the church, was and remains built on the foundation of the apostles, the witnesses chosen and sent on mission by Christ himself. And second, with the help of the spirit dwelling in her, the church keeps and hands on the teaching, the good deposit, the solitary words she has heard from the apostles. And third, she continues to be taught, sanctified, and guided by the apostles until Christ's return. Through their successors in pastoral office, the College of Bishops, assisted by priests, in union with the successor of Peter, and the church's supreme pastor paragraph 858 continues jesus is the father's emissary an interesting word emissary coming from apostoloi jesus is the father's emissary from the beginning of his ministry he called to him those whom he desired, and he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles to be with him and to be sent out to preach. From then on, he would also be, they would also be his emissaries. Jesus sent out emissaries, apostoli, apostles. And in them, Christ continues his mission in the apostles Christ continues his mission and even until this present day in their successors Jesus says as the father has sent me so i send you the apostles ministry is the continuation of his mission and nothing else again passing on this apostolic what they have received faithfully, they are to transmit faithfully. Jesus said to the twelve, he who receives you, receives me. That's the apostolic mission, is to pass on not just the, the teaching of the Lord, the teaching of the Lord Jesus, but indeed to bring others to him, to bring others to him in relationship. Paragraph 859 continues, Jesus unites them to the mission he received from the Father, as the Son can do nothing on his own record, but receives everything from the Father who sent him so those whom Jesus sends can do nothing apart from him, from whom they've received both the mandate for their mission and the power to carry it out. Christ's apostles knew that they were called by God as ministers of a new covenant, servants of God, ambassadors for Christ, as Saint Paul would say, servants of Christ, and stewards of the mysteries of God. They were handing on what they had received. And 860 continues, In the office of the apostles, there is one aspect that cannot be transmitted. To be the chosen witnesses of the Lord's resurrection and the foundation stones of the church. This was given to the apostles alone. They were to be the chosen witnesses of his resurrection. As we heard in St. Paul's reading to the Corinthians, and the foundation stones of the church. But in their office also has a permanent aspect. Christ promised to remain with them always, and the divine mission entrusted by Jesus to them will continue to the end of time, since the gospel they handed on is the lasting source of all the life of the church. Therefore, the apostles took care to appoint successors to their ministry, the bishops that are the successors to the apostles in our age. Saint Philip and James were among the first chosen to follow the Lord Jesus, and they've responded to the invitation, follow me. This apostolic invitation is extended to each of the followers of Christ, follow me. It's an invitation to embrace the teaching passed on to us from Christ through the apostles. The Apostle Philip's conversation with the Lord Jesus is a continuation of the conversation that the Lord Jesus was having with the Apostle Saint Thomas. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do, know, you do know him, and you have seen him. Why? Because you have seen me, Jesus. He was equivalating himself with the Father. I and the Father are one. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. And that's the main message from Saint Philip. He who has seen me has seen the Father. This was given and received by Philip and passed on to us. The Lord Jesus reveals the Father. He does nothing apart from the Father, the Apostle Philip's words to Nathaniel, also believed to be the Apostle Bartholomew, is the apostolic invitation passed down from age to age. Basically, come and see. Philip says this to Nathaniel, "Come and see." Philip invited Nathaniel to come and see, to meet the one who he had met, the Lord Jesus, the one who had invited him to follow him. And throughout the ages, this invitation, come and see, is to come and discover what the apostles discovered, who the apostles discovered, the Word made flesh, the splendor of the Father, the one who was born to die for our sins, and on the third day rise again from the dead. This is the apostolic kerygma, that which they have received, they have passed on, and we have that obligation to do so as well.